What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. Bob Landum here, missions pastor at New Vision. I am grateful for the opportunity to be a part of our podcasts on the Judges of Israel. Today, we're continuing with Gideon. He's one of my favorite characters of the Old Testament. I just wish he'd finished as strong as Joshua or Caleb. Today, we're looking at another victory the Lord gave Gideon, recorded in Judges chapter 7, verses 19 through 25. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Version, and just a short PSA here. If you're listening to this with your younger kids on the way to school, it turns kind of harsh toward the end, so you might want to wait till they're offloaded. And I've added a little clarity, I hope, as far as who the they is in the references for those listening without the benefit of an open scripture to follow along. So, let's read. Judges chapter 7, verses 19 through 25. So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outskirts of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch when they, the Midianites, had just posted the watch. And they, the Israelites, blew the trumpets and smashed the pitchers that were in their hands And when the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pots, they held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing and cried a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each stood in his place around the camp, and all the Midianite army ran, crying out as they fled. And when they, the Israelites, blew the 300 trumpets, the Lord set the sword of one against another, even throughout the whole Midianite army. And the army fled as far as Beth Shittah toward Zerah, as far as the edge of Abel Meholah by Tabath. The men of Israel were summoned from Naphtali and Asher and all Manasseh, and they pursued Midian. And Gideon sent messengers throughout all the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down against Midian and take the waters before them as far as Beth Barah and the Jordan. So all the men of Ephraim were summoned, and they took the waters as far as Beth Barah and the Jordan. They captured the two leaders of Midian, Oreb and Zeb, and they killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb, and they killed Zeb at the winepress of Zeb while they pursued Midian. And they brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon from across the Jordan. Well, these were some hard days for the Midianites, right? I mean, it started at midnight when the watch changed, technically the dark hours of the morning, and must have gone on for who knows how long. I mean, there was a lot of death and mayhem for them for a while. I'm not defending them. I mean, they were the bad guys after all. But here's a thought. When we try to live this life we've been given far from the Lord, when we try to live our life far from the Lord, as these Midianites 
or maybe we think we're close to the Lord, listening to the podcasts and the sermons, but living in our own strength or training or skill sets or traditions, fully convinced of our invincibility? Don't we tend to act like Midianites at midnight when things go south? Think about those first few minutes when Gideon's army broke the pots and raised the torches and shouted their war cry. It was pitch black in the camp at shift change, and everybody had a sword. I can't speak for you, but when confusion reigns in the dark hours of the morning, I am too much like Midianites at midnight. I can't see who I'm really fighting and and really don't take time to figure it out. Not sure if it matters to me at that point. I am in survival mode. We can all draw our weapons of destruction, can't we? A sharp tongue with some double-bladed legalism and an offended spirit added in for good measure and run through the very people we were having supper with just a few hours ago and then run away, retreat to safer places where we can find some friends to agree with our way of thinking. You know, it never ends well for frightened, confused, modern-day Midianites at midnight. But I don't want to end this story of Gideon's victory on a negative note. A bad night for Midianites was a great victory for Judge Gideon, right? And I don't think this miracle is in Scripture for us to reference the next time we want to take 300 of our closest friends to an ambush. So, what's a takeaway on the good guy's side? Here's just one to chew on for the day. The enemy is strong sometimes favored to win in the short run. But he's not omnipotent. He's not omnipresent or omniscient. He doesn't understand the unlikely weapons of the righteous any more than the Midianites understood the strange manifestation of Gideon's army. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world, that one living in the enemy's camp. Our enemy doesn't understand godly faithfulness in the face of unrelenting temptation. He actually believes he'll win and you'll lose. So be faithful. Our enemy doesn't understand spirit-filled courage in the face of a seemingly unbeatable foe. He thinks you'll break and leave the battle before it begins. So stand. Stand courageously in his strength. Our enemy doesn't see forgiveness coming when all he can offer is revenge. He thinks you'll retaliate and everybody will suffer. That's that's his goal. So forgive. Our enemy cannot imagine the unlikely weapons of God's servants being effective in the face of his shock and awe. But then some of Gideon's men might have been thinking, you want us to do what? That's your plan, boss man? Don't we do the same thing? You want me to do what, Lord? Forgive? That's your plan for this situation? That's all you've got for me? You you want me to take courage and stand in faith? Lord, do I need to explain the significance of these dire circumstances to you? Love? Lord above, this ain't Sunday school, God. This is business. Haven't you heard? This is a dog-eat-dog world, God. 
you know, somebody listening today may be standing on the edge of the enemy's camp. It's a minute before midnight for you, and it feels like all you've got is a clay pot, a toy bugle, a lighter, and a make-believe war cry. And God says, go ahead. Obey my call to follow my revealed will in every circumstance. Remember, greater is he who is in you than he who is in that lost, dark, and soon-to-be-confused enemy camp of Midianites at midnight. God says he's put the surpassing greatness of his power in earthen vessels. So let's move out in his time, in obedience to his call, and trust he has our highest good in his heart. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.